This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Join Nate, Jay and I as we discuss Stephen Ridge's last Caps winner against Harrogate, some cup game or other that no one cares about, and look ahead to our trip to Crypto FC. Welcome to Borough Pod. How are we, boys? You all right? Don't all rush to answer, will you? <laughs> Everyone waits for the other. I'm good. I'm knackered. I stayed up too late watching NFL, but uh, this is perking me up thinking back to Saturday's uh, excitement. Pat, I get up at five o'clock in the morning, right? I got up and you were tweeting an hour before Andy said on Twitter. I was thinking, this boy hasn't got a job. <laughs> I'm on day one of two weeks holiday, it's fair to say, yes. So you're not sleeping? I, I didn't. I, the last time I was asleep was about 5 to 10 on Sunday. And it will be fairly <laughs> soon after tea tonight. Jesus. What? Uh, I mean, I like, yeah. I, like, I like staying up for Colts games, but I'm not going to stay up to watch, especially not last night's absolute drab affair. Like, Did you stay up for the entire thing? I didn't know it was going to be terrible when I stayed up for it, to be fair. No, but, but, no, was, but like... Garbage. Terrible. Yeah, anyway, yeah, this we're is talking, about, talking about the wrong one, aren't we? Let's get on with it. Yeah, all right. On Jesus with it. Christ. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you how you are, but we can all, I can all, we can all see that you've got... Uh... Yeah, all right, let's do it. <laughs> so, um, uh, what are we here to talk about? I for, I'm uh, completely blank. Mainly Harrogate. And a bit of crawling. Oh yeah, Wick- possibly Wickham. Possibly a little bit of Wickham if you Wickham, want. Wickham, Wickham, there we go. That's the one. We're not going to talk about Bradford. Who f***ing cares about it? I've sworn. I've sworn. Yeah. Who cares, who cares about Bradford? We don't. Um, yeah, how was it? Obviously, I was in Spain on the... Well, I was flying back from Spain. So I, so I didn't, get, didn't get to go, which I'm actually a little bit annoyed about. Mainly because I didn't get paid, not because I didn't get to go see the pizza cup. <laughs> um, how was it? Oh, Jay was there, so uh, go for it. Oh yeah, I was the only one there, weren't I? Do you know what? Yeah. It was um, it was great. We didn't, and I, this sounds like a really weird thing to say, but we never got out of second gear, which seemed really bizarre. We just really, it, yeah. Oh, seriously, I, I don't think we put a, even put a bead on. It was a real peculiar, brilliant, brilliant um, game, and it was just just happened. It was just great. We were we were good. Um, and there wasn't much more to say about it. I thought um, Ainsworth 
wasn't very happy with his side. He put a bit of a mixed half and half team out of experience and young. But yeah, we just look great. But I guess that's what you're going to get with the squad that we've got because we're small. Whoever comes in forever, you're quite happy with. And uh, yeah, I, it wasn't anything to worry about. And we, we breezed it, basically. Breezed it. Yeah, I, I listened to the first hour or so and then I had to stop to record long snap. Um, we can barely had a sniff. And as you say, they were commenting on... Uh, uh, come on, get your words out. They were commenting on the uh, Wicker manager getting agitated on the sideline and bawling out his players, which apparently is unusual for him. Um, the the Wickham commentator, so it was Steve and a Wickham commentator doing the uh, commentary and sharing the the like quarters, if you like. And the Wickham commentator kept making sure to say, "Oh yeah, this um, this Wickham B team," and "Oh yeah, they, they, he's he's been mostly playing for the he's not like starting a lot. He's, you know, it's just for this competition." So he was making sure that we knew that um, it wasn't Wickham's full strength side that we were turning over comfortably. I mean, I think every commentator, particularly at the regional level, is going to do that, isn't they? That's yeah. that's 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 your backs up against the wall. You're in. You're instantly going to be like, yeah, we're a. This is this is a weak side for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I was delighted to. Like, I I actually laughed out loud when I read read the score. My wife like was stood next to me in the queue at passport control at Heathrow. Like, what what's going on? What uh, lift actually laughed out loud. It's weird. There was, I think, it was it was it seven hundred odd there. Uh, not many Wickham fans at all. It's yeah. the cup that everyone hates, but would love to be in the love final of. Would love to. And be. I was yeah. talking to someone today about it, saying, "How do you? How do we see the rest of the season going after Saturday's game?" And I said, "I'd love to go to Wembley, but only via the Pizza Cup." And I'd rather mm-hmm. stay in automatic qualification, but this year I'd love to go to Wembley if that makes sense. It would just be unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? We'd have to do like a proper thing about it, wouldn't we? We'd have to go. We'd, have, we'd all have to go together and like make a proper day of it for as a podcast. <laughs> I think it would just be too good not to do it, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, that's what I was saying to uh, the guy at work today about thinking. You know that that is a uh, that is get the bus down, get the limo down from Stevenage, and have a proper day out with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I did last time we were at Wembley. It was oh, it was just so so good. Um, we got we've oh. got good uh, we've got good records so uh, yeah why not but yeah we'll see yeah. we'll see but with the squad certainly is probably the, the best one of the better squads that will be in the uh, in in the cup so you can see us going quite far with it I, I should imagine but any any length of run like any 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 run beyond the group stage is extra money in it at the end of yeah the and I, and I guess yes. um, uh, I commented on someone's Facebook about it the other night there's a guy on Facebook called Luton Lee. Who's, who's from Stevenage, and he was asking why we're playing well. And I, there was a, quite a few people answered, but I just what went a on question. and said, well, he was, I said, look, I said, it's really simple. It's down to money, the investment. And that's what Steve uh, Evans said in the interview, that the, the, the team have got to rep- repay uh, the chairman for the actual money and the budget that they've got this year. Because it's, it's quite apparent, isn't it? They're paying a lot of money for Evans, but they're also paying a lot of money for that squad this year. So, you have to look at, I think we need to after 10 games or where we are right now, you have to look at promotion and paying the chairman back the money that he's put into it. Because I should imagine the budget's a lot bigger. A lot bigger. I would imagine it's quite sizable this year for sure, yeah. Um, I, I, I was told 2.5 million, but I don't believe that. What, playing, playing budget? That's what I was told by That's massive. Uh, an ex-member of staff. 
(laughs) (laughs) We all know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he told me that was it. 2.5 million, whereas when the X person (laughs) was there, it wasn't even half that. (laughs) Look, genuinely, I'd be surprised if it was quite that high, but honestly, whatever it is, it's working. Yeah, 100%. It is, isn't it? It is. And... I just, I, it does like that number did scare me a little bit if I'm being honest because that's like the sort of level that Berry went to, isn't it? And we all know what happens yeah. to them. I'm not saying that we're managed as poorly as them because we're clearly not, and we've got proper sponsors nah. on board and that. But it does get, it does, uh, does, does make you uh, rattle the nerves. It's amazing, bit. isn't it? I mean, I, I can't remember I had a conversation with that before, but someone had two and a half grand a week. But I'm not sure if that's correct or not. And it certainly, I would have thought it'd be more than that now. Uh, yeah, the quality that he's brought in, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there was more than that for sure. Um, right, well, I mean, that's that's enough about Wickham and the Pizza Cup. We're free. We haven't won the group yet, but we're free. Um, so we can just sit back and relax and enjoy a, enjoy a game against Tottenham under 20. Oh, I can't even say it without getting fed up about it. Oh, no. Um, but that, that, let, that should be in the town that we've got, though the kind of town yeah. we have, which is full of basically um, Spurs, Ars- Spurs, and Arsenal fans. Arsenal, Spurs, and Man United fans that never go. Um, <laughs> wouldn't that? Uh, <laughs> that's a cheap dig there. I like that. Uh, yeah, you would have thought it could be quite quite a busy game, or not? Yeah, but it won't be because it's the Pizza Cup and no one will give a. Shit. No, I mean Spurs-wise, I reckon it could get quite busy anyway. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, but I wouldn't. I'd I'd be surprised if we beat a thousand. Mm. Yeah, fair point. Um, right, let's talk about uh, arrogant tan. Um, so we'll talk about about the game, and then Jay, you wanted us to 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 go through the go through the players and give them a give them a player rating. Yeah, I just you know what I saw I saw something <laughs> on Borough Chat, and I thought that looked really interesting because um, I feel like at the minute um, that we could pick the bones out of our really good football team. And that sounds a bit peculiar, doesn't it? Because you hear grumbles about one player. And I, I guess yeah. as as the season's progressing, we're starting to see differences in players in different positions. I'll give you an example. Uh, Max Clark and Saxon early. I yeah. think completely different players. And one oh, of them yeah. I prefer, if that makes sense. So it'd be interesting to see where we all, where we all our viewpoint is of, of, of the starting eleven, and maybe even the subs that come on. Yeah, we'll certainly do this. We'll certainly do the uh, starting eleven. I I think uh, I'd, I'd go as far as. Well, let's start from the beginning. Let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the players at the end. Um, yeah. So I'm going to quickly run through the stats and stuff like I, I like I like to do. So uh, Stingridge one Harrogate Tan nil ninetieth uh, minute goal from that man Sweens. Um, we're twenty four shots to Harrogate's four. Wow. It's mad, isn't it? Uh, we hit wow. the woodwork once. Uh, we had eight shots on target, seven off target, and nine blocked. Was that the woodwork where the ball went over the line? It, yeah. So the yeah. ball. So so Danny Rose. What a, what a touch yeah. from him. He's he's chipped. He's basically chipped the goalkeeper on the from the corner of the six yard box, and it's come over. It's hit the bar, and then it's hit the post. And then it's hit like one of their defenders on the line. It's gone back up. I swear it's supposed again. The bar again comes down. It, it. I'm a hundred percent convinced it bounces over the line before it's ba- before it's bashed away. It's smashed away. 
I'm 100% convinced it was a goal and everybody around me in that media box was screaming goal love with me except for except for that <laughs> um e, e, I know last I know last last week or the week before when we did the podcast and I talked about him uh, I wasn't particularly happy with him. He really, really riled me up. <laughs> you were really to, angry via text I was message. furious. What's that? Furious. <laughs> Genuine, genuinely, like, I might make a complaint. That's yeah. how bad he was. Just unnecessary. So arrogant. So arrogant. <laughs> Just like, who does he think he is? He obviously thinks he's the, the, the dog's. But you're not the dogs, mate, because TalkSport will send you to Stevenage and not bloody Arsenal and Chelsea. So wind your fat neck in and shut the fuck up. Anyway, wow. Honestly, 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 I'll rip him to shreds next time I next time he talks shit. I can't I can't handle it. I can't handle it. He's such a knob. Uh anyway, look, I don't want to get angry. I've I've already said that I don't want to have to edit swears out of this podcast. Uh <laughs> and I'm gonna do it one one last time because I've gone off gone off on one here. But from next week, listeners, no more no more uh editing out swears. I can't be asked. Um so we're gonna all try and be uh try and be better. But I think I'll find that myself and Patrice haven't sworn once today, mate. Yet. Um, anyway, anyway, possession. We actually had more of the ball. Fifty-four percent possession to forty-five. Um, our pass success rate was better, sixty-three percent. Um, we won forty-five aerial duels. Um, and I can tell you that Pidge and Danny Rose won twenty-two of them on their own. Wow. And that's why Pidge. Rose has got in team of the week, surely. Pidge, yeah, and that that will be why Danny Rose got in the team of the week. Um, Pidge, Pidge hit, Pidge got twelve. Uh, Danny Rose got ten. It's just insane. Um, there, is, there is a reason we won forty-five aerial duels, Nate. Because they just smashed the ball up. We oh. never play football on the pitch, but that's why the pitch is looking so good. We are so <laughs> long and lumpy at the minute. I, I thought it was dreadful. Even the two-minute highlight package. Only had one one clip one, from the first half. From the first half, yeah. And that was their shot. Oh my yeah. god! I had a friend, a Halifax Town friend, sat in the north stand saying, "No wonder your pitch looks so good because you don't play it on the on the deck." Uh, <laughs> to be fair, uh, that highlight package missed both of our best chances from that half when we yeah, went true. in on the back post and smashed it in the yeah, chest yeah. twice from close range. They were true. pretty yeah. good saves. Um, no, I thought we looked. I thought. I thought Harrogate looked a lot better in the first half than I'd expected them to do. Yeah. Um, and they did what everybody, they, they did what no one expected them to do, is they came out and were quite aggressive early on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they took, they, they, they really tried to catch us, catch us before we settled into the game. And it, it, it nearly worked because they, they were the better team for the first 15, I would say 15 minutes quite easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, they apparently we dominated possession in that in that in that first fifteen minutes. But honestly, I thought they were, I thought they were much better than we were. I thought we we were rocked a little bit by them um, in that first half, and it showed. Uh, you know, like Dan Sweeney, their press was really good, and Dan Sweeney is normally the most cool and collected person in the, on the field, nutmegging people and 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 Cruyff turning people and making them look like mugs. He uh, he did it. Played a one, played a one-two with Gilby, and then gave straight away gave the ball to their. Uh, I think it was uh, twenty-eight daily, or it was it might be twenty-nine uh, Armstrong, uh, who absolutely criminally didn't beat 
Ashby Hammond. I mean, I think it was a good save from Hammond. What a they, save. It yeah. wasn't. Yes. It wasn't like up the. It wasn't like up the other end when Danny Rose has smashed the ball into the keeper's chest. Like the guys tried to go around him, and Ashby Hammond's right hands come out and, and caught. He him made. And um, he him made away. an identical save, at, <clears throat> same as that against Wickham. Where oh, he got he? One arm just come up out of nowhere and just clawed it away. Yeah. I thought it was a brilliant, brilliant save. Yeah, it was a very, very good save. Uh, he's, um... Was it not? Sorry, was it not Chapman playing against Wickham? Oh, it was. So it was the game before. Sorry, Pat, you're right. It was an identical save, but not Chapman. Definitely Ashby Hammond. So yeah. All right. So the league yeah. game before. Cool. Yeah, that's Chap- it. Ch- Chap- yeah, Chapman doesn't make saves like that. Um... <laughs> I'm really not convinced by him. I think every time I've seen him, he's looked ropey. Uh, but that could that could just be the lack of game time. I said it before. It could just be the lack of game time. He might just be one of them that needs a, needs a bit of a run. Um, but he ain't going to get it with Tay playing the way he is, is he? Let's be fair. Um, I thought their best player uh, by a mile was a goalkeeper. Um, well, uh, the goalkeeper, their centre back, the number three, their centre back, he was solid. Yeah, uh, Joe Matton's re- got years of experience, hasn't he? I thought yes, Armstrong yes, yeah. posed a lot of problems first sort of hour or so, and then kind of drifted out of it. But he was winning a fair share yeah. of headers and causing problems for the back line. He was clever about how he pressed, like he got into people's blind spots and then accelerated at them unexpectedly yes. and caused a lot of problems. Yeah, he did. He did. He, he did. Didn't he was. Have the yeah, support. he was. He was good, yeah. Um, oh, one one thing, one thing I've got to say about uh, their number eighteen, Muldoon. Mm. Um, it's impossible to say his name without putting a Scottish accent on. <laughs> and I was talking their uh, their social media lad. I was talking to him about how they're going to line up when the when the uh, teams came up, and he was he was Scottish, so he said Muldoon, and I just repeated it. I was like, sorry, mate, I wasn't taking the piss there. I just can't say Muldoon without without. Without putting an accent on, he was like, "He's fine. He's fine. Everybody does it. There's not a person in England that says Muldoon. They all go Muldoon. And then, and then Jay, you did it on the, when you were announcing the team. You went Muldoon. Did I? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because we we were stood up there, and we, you know, I'm not going to lie. When when you're reading the teams out, me and whoever are up in the media box, we're always busy preparing for the game. We're not listening to you, but uh-huh. like, but a few of us heard it, and like, we all had a good old chuckle about it. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It's class. It's on Muldoon. He had a shit game. It's great. Um, uh, yeah. So I just thought I just thought we were much better in the second half. Um, but I think now this is this is weird. I think. The substitutions, I was glad that he didn't wait too long. I mean, it was about the 65th, 66th yeah. minute that he made the changes. Four of them all at once. <coughs> and without any of them playing incredibly well, I think they changed the game. Absolutely, yeah. I, I fully, um, fully agree. Oh, and, I, and I say without any of them playing like exceptionally well, I think they all played well and they all played better than the players they replaced. Mm. I mean, the, the thing think, is, it was crucially. timed at a point when we were losing our momentum so we'd stopped creating as many chances it had got a little bit stretched and panicky and people started to think oh we're not going to do it here so he brought on some players who were just that bit calmer and helped us reassert the um, composure amongst the team and start creating better chances again and uh, you know it went to our winner eventually in 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 that sort of 20 minutes of the second half before we made the changes we don't considering we had 24 shots in the game we'd only had two shots in that period um the possession although we were still dominant dominating possession slightly we it was a lot closer in that uh that 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 period and uh yeah harrogate were 
pulling pulling themselves back into the game um, a little bit. Uh, but but after the, after that after the changes, I just thought we were we were exceptional. Yeah, I mean it was it was going to be when the goal was coming, not if the goal was coming. I think. <laughs> oh, oh oh absolutely absolutely. I mean, I, I mean I would have taken I'd have made some changes um, at half time. I thought um, I, I actually thought Max Clark wouldn't come out in the second half. Yeah, same. yeah, I yeah, I was a little bit surprised Clark came back out. I was surprised Campbell came yeah, back same. out as well. Campbell, I just yeah. I don't know what his I just don't know what his best role is. I just. Whatever it was Saturday, it wasn't no. it. He was was he? He was playing on the right of the three, wasn't he? And Taylor was playing on the left with Gilby in the middle. I thought he I was think. playing behind Gilby and Taylor. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, that's, that's right. That's right. And, uh... that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's whatever his role is. It ain't a defensive mid. I just don't, I just don't think it works. Um, obviously, Reeves Reeves came in. I thought Reeves Reeves straight away. Showed what we were lacking in that first half. It was just energy, wasn't it? Just, it it's it's not just that. It's just c- control of the control of the game. Like he just, he's got a really really good ability at this level just to settle settle down into midfield and and quietly sort of run things, hasn't he? Like it, it's not flashy. Like he's like Gilby. Like I think Gilby's passing range of passing is. Impeccable, right at this level, just unreal. Um, Reeves doesn't got that same level of passing, but he's just so cool on the ball. He doesn't get flustered, really, does he? No, and he's got um, that imagination that's hard to teach, a bit like Charlie Lee did, where he just yeah, sees yeah. things differently to other people, and he just creates opportunities that other people don't Dean, see. Yeah, Dean Parrott in his first his first stint here. If you're if we're talking about Reeves and his attributes, so one of the things, and you, you, as you said, he quietly goes about it, and I don't think he does whatsoever. If yeah. you listen to him, he doesn't shut up talking to the rest of the. No, team. I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean that. It's just like when I say quietly, yeah. it's just like you could almost, if you weren't watching, if you weren't specifically watching him, you could easily miss him. Mm. Yeah, but I think he just picks. He, he just pick, he'll pick. He'll pick up the ball. He'll pick up the ball in the middle of the park from Van Kooten, and it's a touch. And straight out to Sweeney or P- or Pidge or you know Smith or Clark out on the wings, um, and then he will get it back into feet. It's a touch and it's gone again. Yeah. It's he's no there's no dicking around on the ball with him. Like he's he's always trying to cycle possession and move and get it get get it going and get it moving. I think he's he's a big part of what reason why we're right up the top end in uh in like the speed of our attacks um, because he's he's always looking to make that ball progress yeah. ball progress forwards. Which is great. Um, I thought. I thought Sax. Sax. I, I want to call him Saxo. Uh, Saxon early um, played played well when he came on. We didn't. He's 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 got a great attacking threat, hasn't he? He's not. He's not one. You you wouldn't want to rely on him too much if we're under the cosh. I'd probably. I would want Max Clark on if we're playing against a team that's probably going to try and hurt us down the flanks. And and that and that might even be a little bit unfair so early to be fair because I think he did make a couple of good tackles out on that out, out on that left hand side of the pitch, um, but he's definitely better going forward, isn't he? Yeah, he's a lot more dynamic, yeah. isn't he? A lot more dynamic, and he's got pretty competitive since his first uh, appearance when he looked a little bit lightweight for the first few minutes, just getting up to the speed of uh, things at this level. And he's clearly a really gritty, determined, feisty kid. Um, gets absolutely stuck in and doesn't take a backward step when people get in his face, which is absolutely what you need to succeed if you're uh, out on loan in League Two as a player like he is. Yeah, yeah. I think um, 
uh, who, else, who else had good games? Uh, I mean, obviously uh, the back three. The uh, the 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 guy from Opta I was I was I was uh, working with on Saturday. It was his first League Two game of the season, and it, and I and I said before the game two things: Sweeney is immense. Um, and I was like, we've been really good at home so far this year. And he was really upset for that. For large parts of the game, the game was pretty poor because <laughs> it, it it weren't a, it weren't a great game all told, really. Um, and he made a comment uh, just before the subs where he was like, "Why are your best three players all centre backs?" <laughs> it's lead two, mate. And I was like, I don't know, but ain't they ain't they mustard? He was like, oh, they're unreal. He he thought he thought uh, Van Kooten was just out of this world. He was like, he's just he's so cool, he's so calm, nothing flusters him. Like he's just oh, Terence is just brilliant. He? He's so good, so he so is. good, uh, ca- ca- yeah. so calm on the ball. But uh, you know, <coughs> having those two next to him, it just makes you wonder um, how poor we've had it over the last few years. And that's not me being funny about the people like Scott Cuthbert, uh, Luke Prosser, etc., etc. But it's like Terence has raised his game and is just as good as these two. It's not that, you yeah, know, yeah. he's changed because they've come in. He's just class. Mm-hmm. And it works so well. Um, interestingly, the Wickham game, we, we played a different yeah. system. We played four at the back. And I, and I reckon they were trying it just to see yeah. what it would be like if one of them gets injured or suspension. And that's the biggest concern yeah. for me at the minute. And we've got to get through yeah. to January. We're keeping these three lads together as a unit so it'd be interesting to absolutely see absolutely i mean the good news is that they all look like they look they all look like they're made out of like obsidian you know they just look so hard <laughs> they do. that that i think we might get we might be we might get through we might get lucky um i thought gilby was good uh i don't think he was great but i think he was good um rose rose was his energetic self i thought taylor had a bit of a down day um, he was he was almost non-existent, I think, for for large parts of the game. Um, and unfortunately, I'm really sorry, Drackers, but I didn't think Noz played well at all. You don't have to apologise about not Noz not playing well, mate. I know, I know, but he's your, he's your mate, and like he's, he's your mate, and I really don't want to piss him or you off, but like he uh, he weren't good. You know, um, I, again, again I, talking about a few other fans about him. And I guess the only the only good thing we can say about about the, the patch that he is going through, and there's no point not talking about it because that's what we're here to do, is that if we if we were losing and he wasn't scoring goals, there'd be a problem if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It would be more. Of yeah, a problem, yeah, and the fact that we're we're winning and and he's playing, I still I still maintain he's playing well. Um, he's just not doing what what we need, and that's 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 goals from him. Uh, it, it kind of. Um, you can, you can kind of brush off it a tiny bit more and let him carry on, if that makes sense. But uh, half-time at Wickham, oh, man, he rattled a ball down. The, I tried to talk to him and he rattled the ball down the tunnel in absolute frustration. And I didn't speak to him yeah. before. I normally speak to him before every game. Didn't text him on uh, on Saturday, actually, because I thought, no, I'm going to leave him just to uh, let him get his thoughts together. But, yeah, Saturday, I just feel for him because it's just not happening, is it? Just not happening. No, no, it's not. I mean, he had a really good chance on Saturday. Uh, ball was played played in by Max Clark. Um, he had a free header. He was in the first half. Uh, was it first? Half? Yeah, it was first half. He had a free header. Yeah. Um, in he, he and he just nods it wide. And I just think that run at the end of last season, where he, it was almost like he couldn't stop scoring, that would have that would have that would have been buried, and we'd have gone one nil up, and we'd have gone on from there. But um, it just weren't happening, was it? He can't. He just, he just can't buy a goal. It will come, and it will be a scrappy. Proper, proper crappy goal, 
or a Leighton Orient banger. <laughs> or a Leighton Orient banger, and I, and then from there, hopefully he'll he'll, he'll get his eye in and it'll be away. But got a feel for him now, isn't <laughs> you? It's, it's awful because um... you do, you do, you do, and and like 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 you said, you know, if we were losing, it would be a big it would be a bigger yeah. problem as well. Like if his performances generally were bad, obviously then that would be a bigger problem. But he hasn't been playing poorly really I... until I mean I think this is his first. I'd say this was his first bad game of the season. Um, I can't think. I can't think off the top of my head of any other games where I'm like, no, nah, he really, really shouldn't have played. Um, so what do you do? I, I think I saw a tweet from you saying, he, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was our prediction uh, that we do that he wasn't starting for you. Do you start him Saturday, or do you keep him on the bench? That's to both of you. Yeah. So I wouldn't have started him. This I wouldn't have started. No. Him do you start him this Saturday? Uh, no. No. I go in and I go in with that again, no. Pat? I mean I picked Robertson Reed uh, not Robertson Reed, Rose and Reed for this one and I think that way round or Rose and Roberts would be the way I'd go for the next one. Yeah. Okay. Depending on what the other sentence is like. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, it's just I, I said when we discussed this on uh, like on Twitter that you don't get better from sitting watching. You need to play through it, but I think for the benefit of the team, it's probably a change that needs to be made. Well, that's that. Yeah, I mean that's that's a crucial bit, isn't it? Like it's not like it's not always for you for for the player that they're being benched. Like it's it's usually because of the for the good of the team. I mean, it should always be for the good of the team. I think I think there absolutely are circumstances when a player being benched can actually help them. Because it can sort of be, it can sometimes be the kick up the arse that they need. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily the case with Nods. So he's I don't kicking think he himself will be need... an arse enough for everyone, I think. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he needs. Pal, sorry. Arse. No, say arse as much as you want. It's not a swear word. Okay, cool. I don't know where the line is. Um, shit, fucking cut. <laughs> um, the big three. The big three. The big three, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's an interesting one. It's an inter- it really is an interesting one with nods because I love I love him to bits, and I really really want him to kick on and start scoring goals. But I just don't know that. I, I worry that it's been too long now that he ain't scored, and we our score our our you know our results are, are suffering because of it. Um, I just think. It, it yeah, felt maybe, like maybe. it was the first game where it started to affect how he was linking other people into the play. We hadn't seen that drop off before now, but we were certainly seeing this, the kind of shoulder uh, slump and that, yeah. that's there was the a time game, when you're right, you need to step back maybe. There was a there was a home game a few weeks ago where you could see, I think he'd missed he'd missed a sitter or something. And we we say we I think me and Drakas both said like he looked like he was gonna get sent off. It was a few weeks ago now. Like he would he he started like biting at uh, at his man, and he was yeah he could have yeah. got he could have he could have gone just before half time. Yeah. And I just I and I think that that is as much reason why maybe he could do with a couple of games on starting from the bench as anything. Just because I don't want him to I don't want him to go and get suspended. And then, and then it caused problems from there. It's it's so difficult because you never really want to have to drop. Wasn't it? Wasn't it this Saturday as well when he got the ball on the halfway line and ran and ran and ran and then just shanked it as a shot where there was there was options in front of him or was that Tuesday? Am I getting mixed up? And Evans Evans came out and went, 
absolutely mental. It was really early on in the game. He went. Yeah. Oh, I, I, no, I think I think I don't remember that happening. Uh, it must have been Tuesday. Yeah. Oh man, Evans went absolutely mental. <laughs> talking talking about Evans, I'm amazed he didn't get sent off. Oh well, funnily enough, so I was in the um, in the tunnel with Evans at half time. So he's come mm. out. Um, you're going to have to get your, uh, your your swearing bleepers ready for this one, Matt, I'm afraid. I've given you a pre-warning. And uh, he's walking the referee out back for the second half. And uh, the assistant of from uh, from Harrogate, he was telling the ref that he'd been calling him a fat Scottish c***. And he was saying, you can't tell it. What are you going to do about it? He called me it three times, a fat Scottish cunt. <laughs> and I sat there chuckling away thinking, oh, my God. But he was letting the ref have it, to be fair. Uh- yeah, I mean, say Ev- Ev- Evans through that first half was proper getting getting yeah. riled up by the Harrogate uh, number two by the Harrogate uh, number yeah. two. Yeah, and I, I was like, he's gonna he's gonna lump oh, him mate. in a minute. That, that was that was a job I, done. And I, I can I can sometimes hear yeah. it. I can sometimes hear it, and like he was fuming. He, but that I think it was done on purpose. I think I think his job, the, of course the was, number two's yeah. job, was to get in his ear and annoy him. And that he was doing that exactly because yeah. he got sent, sent off. It wouldn't have been a problem, would it? Yeah. The um uh, the uh the ref uh what was it Sam Sam, Sam Allison? Yeah, Sam, yeah. I, I just I genuinely can't remember. I mean, I, I think we've unfortunately we've said this a couple of times this season. Certainly, certainly after Tranmere when I got banned from Twitter for calling them corrupt bunch of cats. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, might be the worst game, the worst refereeing performance I've ever seen. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I thought it was, I thought it was just dire. sensationally bad. Yeah. There's nothing. Else and like, say, at what there? point? At what, at what point? Like, at what point do we go? They have to do something about this. Like, how do? How can? How can the FA? How can the EFL? How can? PG, MOL, whatever they're, Pugmol, whatever they're called. How can they just, how can they look at that performance and go, I don't see anything wrong with that? Last year, we had the uh, referee. It's absurd. We had the referee assessors in quite a lot last year, which was peculiar. They were always sat at the top in the director's box watching. But I've not seen them this season yeah. once at Atlantic Stadium, I don't think. I've not seen them at all. If you, if, if, you, if you see them, point one out to me so I can go and give them a slap and say, start doing your job, otherwise I'm going to have to come down and start dealing for you. Honestly, it's absurd it's genuinely absurd how atrocious he was i mean I, we've had some absolute whoppers haven't we in trevor kettle well i think and uh, kettle could come back and do a fine job to be honest with you shakespeare breakspeare uh who was that proper f- tall fat p- huxtable huxtable <laughs> you know exactly what i mean as soon as i say it <laughs> They they were all bad, but I've never seen a. I don't think I've ever seen a worse performance than, than Saturday. He got everything wrong, everything wrong, or just didn't make a decision until the players decided for him. And there was a throw in, throw in on our near side that uh, uh, Smith took the. I think it was uh, yeah, it was Smith took the ball, hammers it into the crowd, and he gives it a throw to us. I just can't work it out. Oh no, it was Clark. Sorry, it was Clark. We were we were we were we were uh, going towards the north stand. Clark, someone, one of one of our players, just pumps it into the crowd, and the referee doesn't make a signal. The lino doesn't make a signal. They look at each other. They lit. I mean, they didn't literally shrug, but they might as well have shrugged. 
a Stevenish player got ball in the hand, so he let us have it. Just unreal. The judge. Oh my god! I mean, the the trip on uh the trip on Jake Taylor. It was never a penalty. It was outside the box. It wasn't deliberate. Like the guys, the, the defenders running behind um, Taylor. I think it was Mattock. It was Mattock or Richards. It was. It was running. He was running, trying to catch catch up with Taylor. He his knee hit Taylor's foot. It's a trip. It's, it might be accidental, but it's a trip. So you know, it would have been a, a free kick outside the box and a yellow card. And the ref's gone. Nah. If it's not a foul, he's dived. Because you can't yeah. tell me you think he's got the ball. Because he was six yards behind the ball. So it's got to be a it's got to be a card for um for Taylor then. He gave he gave us I mean it's probably fortunate, but he gave us a he gave us a free kick when Sweeney pushed over uh, Armstrong in the in the box off, off of a off of a Harrogate corner. Sweeney's literally got him. I'm watching watching him as the ball comes in. He's got him by he's practically got him by the throat and pushes him to the floor and we get a free kick for it. Again, if that's simulation, give him a card. It was very like the one that Piagiani didn't get a penalty for. So I was like, well that kind of evens things up from a couple of games ago and we should have had one. But you're right. And particularly when you've squandered 10 chances and are still at nil-nil. That's the sort of thing that can really bite you in the backside. But we got there in the end. We stopped heading it tamely at the keeper's chest from two yards away and uh, actually made it work for one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I said it earlier, their goalkeeper was pretty pretty good. He made a couple of really good saves. Um, particularly, yeah, for, I, particularly I wasn't joking Rose. when I replied to you and gave him out of the match. <laughs> I didn't actually know his name so when you said that I was like he's just being facetious he said someone that wasn't even playing I'll be honest I had to look it up but yeah <laughs> right let's uh, should, we, uh, should we give our player ratings Drackers yes. yeah let's do it alright so we'll start from, we'll start from goalkeeper and we'll work our way forwards um, I'll just say the player and then you two can give me the ratings, and I'll chip in with mine at the end. Which we limit to like a quick sentence explaining it. Why? Explaining yeah. why? Cool. All right. Tay Ashby Hammond, Patrick. Well, I hope you wanted them out of ten because that's what I've done. Nine. <laughs> that, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out of ten, please. Drackers. Eight. Clean sheet. Nothing. Did did no did no wrong. Uh, didn't oh, put any goals in the stand. Am I allowed? Uh, Decimal places, or have I got a round? No, just round it up, for God's sake, man. All right, well, I have to round him up to an eight then. I thought his distribution was a little bit w- w- ropey, but he did everything else perfectly. Uh, Kane Smith, Drackers. Seven. Um, did some good things. <laughs> like to see him take on players a bit more, a uh, bit more dynamic. Patrick. Nine. I love how decisive he is when he's crossing or shooting or whatever. Uh, I go eight. Um, I think. Uh, I think. I think you're both right. Uh, uh, I like. I like how decisive he's going forward. I like him to be a little bit better at defending, um, but uh, and I'd like him to attack attack his man more um, because he has more most the most success going forward when he when he's running at people. Uh, Mr. Daniel Sweeney, uh, Patrick. Seven. Oh, and not even anything said. Come on, Pat. All right, 
he nearly gave them a goal. He missed a sitter and then <laughs> he scored late on to make up for it. But once you've lost marks for those two cock-ups, you don't get up to a 10 because <laughs> you score late on. <laughs> Drackers. I'm going to go eight. One more than Pat. Uh, yeah, he did make a big mistake, didn't he? But fortunately, nothing come of it. And uh, yeah, I just think he's I think he's brilliant. I love watching him play. He's uh, he's he's brilliant. I love him. Yeah, I'd go with I'd go with eight as well. Uh, you you both covered it well. Early mistake was was a massive cock up, but um, his game generally was was very good again, and he did make up with for it was scoring that late like goal goal like goal. If he hadn't scored, it would have probably been a six because he'd missed the sitter. But uh, there we go. Uh, TVC Drackers. I'd give TVC. Uh, an eight again. I'd probably give him an eight and a half if uh, if we're allowed to, but we're not. But yeah, solid, brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, eight for me. Patrick, nine. Bonus point for being my man crush. <laughs> Superb. I'd give him. I'd give him a nine as well. I think he was absolutely flawless. Um, but he doesn't get. Any he don't care, he can't get any higher um, because he didn't. While he was flawless, he didn't really have that much trouble. So you know, I don't think you can get a perfect score unless you've been really under the cosh and you've handled it superbly. You can't have um, ten because the opposition weren't good enough. The defenders' problem. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, if you haven't got, if you hadn't had a hard day's work, you can't get a ten out of ten. Um, Pidge Patrick. Uh, also a nine. He won a million headers. His distribution was decent. Yep. Trackers. I just want to give him ten out of ten every time I watch him play football. He's an absolute colossal. But for me, there was just something that wasn't right on uh, Saturday. As as in, I can't pick fault in it, but just not as amazingly as he has been all season. So I'm going to stick him at an eight. Now that is interesting because I think. He might have had his best, one of his best games. Not his best, because he didn't score. But um, what I think he's had, one, he's had one of his better games. I think he was unbelievable on the ball in possession. Um, as I said about Van Kooten and Reeves earlier, he was just so cool and calm on the ball. His distribution was nice, particularly in the first half when Kane Smith had the rubber, the green on that on that right wing. He'd get the ball in, bring it forward five yards. See, Kane Smith had an acre of uh, acre of space and find him. And every single one of those passes was an absolute peach. Um, so yeah, I'll give him a nine. Um, Max Clark, uh, Drackers. Oh, that's a good question, Max Clark. Um, I didn't think he was great to be honest with you. Like I said earlier on, I think we could have been hooked at half time and, and gone a, gone a bit more attacking minded. Um, but again, you know, still a clean sheet, wasn't it? Really, you, you can't really really go at them. We've won and we are where we are. So I reckon I'm going to stick him at seven. Yeah, I went seven as well. He didn't offer as much going forward as I'd like, but he was solid and not particularly challenged down his flank for the whole game because their right wing was pish. So, well, until they uh, swapped him out later on. Uh. I'd go. I'd go with six, uh, because of everything you guys said. I just think he would rubbish go. He's rubbish going forward. He was pretty solid at the back, so maybe six is a tad harsh. But 
I just think he he, he really struggled with his deliveries. Other than other than one that was which was a lovely cross, I think his deliveries were pish and that and and it needs improving. Uh, so yeah, uh, right. Let's uh, let's move on to Campbell, uh, uh, Patrick. Another seven for similar reasons to Clark. Didn't really get involved as much as you need to in that role. Yeah. Jay. I'm going to probably get my lowest score of the day uh, as a as a six. Just didn't for me. Just didn't didn't really get into it as much as I thought he would. And uh, there was a couple of times he did manage to steal the ball back from uh, from Harrogate. But yeah, that's that's why I'm sticking with a six. Yeah, I go with six as well. Uh, like I said earlier, I don't know I don't know what his position is, but I don't think he's an old midfielder. He seems he seemed to be a little bit out of his depth. Um, his past success rate was pretty good, but uh, that's all he did well, unfortunately. Um, Gilby, uh, who are we with? Drackers. Eight. I thought he'd be great. In fact, no. Do you know what? Yeah, eight. We'll stick with eight. I thought he was great. Uh, that cross for the goal was sublime. Probably one of the best crosses I've seen forever and ever. Job done. Pat? I'm going nine. Civil reasons. I thought he was... <laughs> very strong in possession. Set pieces sometimes a little bit too far. Maybe that shaves you off a point, but he was a damn good player and a, a cut above the majority of that midfield. Yeah, I, 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 I go with eight. I wouldn't quite push him up to the nine. Um, like you said, I think his deliveries on a whole were excellent. There are a couple that were overhit a little bit, although I think that was probably the routine on at least one of them. Um, where he's wanted it to deliver it to the back to to the back of the uh, area, so it can be knocked back in. Uh, but aside from that, oh, I think he had a great game. He's so he's calm on calm on the ball, um, moves it moves it pretty well. Um, yeah, uh, Jake Taylor, Pat, another nine, brilliant motor, lots of clever hey? running, making spaces. Hey? I uh, enjoyed his game immensely. I have a day off. What? No, you're giving Jay Taylor a nine for Saturday's performance. Nine out of ten. If you ask me to arbitrarily pick numbers for people, I'm going to be generous. I'm like that sort of thing. <laughs> Can you imagine when he has a ten out of ten game? Oh my god, he's going to be unbelievable or average. Uh, all right, Drackers. Wasn't at the races for me. I'd give him a seven. Uh, I'll give him a six. Uh, he wasn't involved much. Uh, he only he only made eight passes in the sixty five minutes. Sorry, nine passes in the sixty five minutes he played. Admittedly, only one of them was was a dud. But if you've only if you've only made the made uh, made eight passes in in that in a half, that's not good, is it? Not good at all. Uh, I, I mean, I, he's had he's had seventeen touches of the ball in the game. That's not that's not good. Not good that's at half all. Half a point um, of touch. That's reasonable. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Danny Rose. Uh, who are we with? Uh, Druckers. I'm going to give him a, a score of 15, like Patwell. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had a really good game. Actually, I'd give him. I'd give him an eight. I thought Rosie was brilliant. He, 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 uh, the game before on Tuesday night, he was brilliant. His jumping is just brilliant for 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 a, 
a guy who's uh, not as not as tall as you'd think he was, the amount of headers he wins. So, yeah, I'll give him an eight. Yeah. I gave him an eight as well. I think um, it's lacking that finishing touch, and I was really hoping because he scored yeah. so nicely and so crisply on the turn on uh, Tuesday night. I was thinking, oh, he's going to be confident now. He's going to be finishing cleanly and decisively, and he just lacked that a little extra to push it over. You can't give Danny Rose an eight and Jake Taylor nine, Pat. Come on now. <laughs> I can do what I like. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, I would give Danny Rose... I'll give Danny Rose an eight. Um, I think... Uh, He's a pain in the ass for a central defender, isn't he? Um, he's elusive. He manages to find space and can. Uh, he's and like like we, like we discussed. He's 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 unbelievable in an in an aerial duel for such a short bloke. Um, so yeah, I've, I've, he just needs to score more. Um, but that that's that's been a trend in his entire career, really, isn't it? Like he's never been. The most uh, most clinical uh, of strikers. So yeah, and then uh, wrapping up with Patrick and Luke Norris. I gave Luke a seven. The only thing letting him down is confidence and letting frustration get the better of him. He was still a pain in the arse for defenders. He still brought people into play with balls that were difficult to handle when some really nice first touches and layoffs so we know what's missing there and uh, I'm sure he'll come back Drackers. Seven for me uh, like, like Pat says gets the goal he gets out there doesn't he job done <coughs> work rate's unbelievable still uh, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with a six no, 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 I'm sorry. No, I'm not going to. I'm going to go with a five. Uh, I just think he he had his worst game, maybe as a Stevenage player, um, but certainly as certain, certainly this season. Um, his pass success rate was 17%. Uh, he only had 19 touches of the ball which again isn't 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 really a lot uh won both of his aerial jewels and to be fair to him both of those aerial aerial jewels that he won they were both good very good knockdowns um he had three shots one of them he really should have scored um he was only dispossessed once he won us the ball uh it just uh it was his day it really weren't his day uh we all have a, we all have off days. That was that. That was Norris's day for me. Where he was off, it, I really don't think it was a good performance. Unfortunately, sometimes we don't help him out. There was a point I can't remember what time it was. No, you're game, absolutely you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right there. Like he took down a ball that was like you know a thirty seventy. You'd expect him to actually do anything useful with it because he just lumped at him from forty yards away. Took it down on the touchline right in front of us on the east. And it looked like even the players were like, bloody hell, that's a beautiful first touch. And then no one showed for him to pass to, and eventually three Harrogate players crowded him out, and he went out for a throw him to somewhere or other. And that's not his fault. He's done all the hard work, and then no one's shown for him to be able to do anything useful with it after he's done all the hard work. So yeah. what can you do with that? N nothing. Nothing. Um, 
but I don't. I just. I do, I just don't. You're right. We don't. We didn't really help him out much. But I don't think that. Uh, I don't think he. I just. He just wasn't at the races himself, regardless. Um, for the rest of the game. Um, so I was. I was. I was a little bit relieved when he went off. And I think that. Uh, I think that Reed played better. Played a lot better. In fact, he. Uh, he always looks dangerous, doesn't he, Jamie Reed? Always. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's quite interesting, isn't it? Right. It's what what I love though at the minute, and it's a shame, obviously, with Listy and not having him for the rest of the season. The fact that all of our strikers are so completely different, and that's my only concern with not starting Noz on Saturday. That he is such a threat. All right, he's not scoring goals, but he is such a threat, and I think any of our strikers can play up there with him. So, and that's my concern, and I, I still would. And I know you two answered the question earlier on, but. Just to go back to it, I would still start him on Saturday because I don't think many people like to play against him. I think he's horrible on a handful. Yeah, no one else has that physical presence. No. So depending no, on no, how definitely. the oppositions line up, and more often than not, you'll need someone who can do what he does against big centre-backs. Like, Rose is good in the air, he times his jumps nicely, but he's not going to be able to out-muscle people like Nos can sometimes. Yeah, I'd... I think he could do with a couple of uh, couple of games coming off the bench, um, coming coming in fresh or physical for the last 20, 20, 25 minutes. It could um, it could give him uh, give him a bit of a just take a bit of the pressure off. I think because uh, obviously there's he's put he's putting a lot of pressure on himself, and I I can imagine that Evans is putting a lot of pressure on him to start getting these goals. Um, so I think just starting from the bench. Particularly if we're already winning, maybe as well, like would be a, would be a really good situation for him. Uh, right, let's uh, let's move on and look at let's have a look at the league table. That's always fun, isn't it? It is at the moment. <clears throat> oh yes, Hart, Hartlepool in twenty fourth, twenty fourth place, twenty uh, fourth place, five points from ten games. Rochdale have moved off the foot of the table with their first win of the season, but they are all. It's only on guard difference, so don't get too excited. Then then we've got Saturday's opponents, uh, those crypto wankers FC. Um, they've got six points. Then you've got Colchester, Gillingham, Harrogate, Newport, Stockport, AFC Wimbledon, Walsall, who everyone was tipping to be great this season, um, Tranmere, Sutton, Carlisle, Crew, Grimsby, Donny. And then in the playoffs, you've got Bradford, Mansfield, Salford and Barra. And then you've got Stevenage, Northampton, and the unbelievable Leighton Orient uh, in the automatic promotion spots. How about Leighton Orient? It's the first time in League Two history that a team has got 28 points from an available 30. It's unbelievable, isn't it? What is going so well down there? I don't know. I really don't know. The, the fact that they let uh, Frank, Frank Newbill go back to Colchester. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh Frank Newbill. I can't wait to see him. What a clown. Um, could, you, could you just talk about Carl, uh, uh, um, not Carlisle, Crawley um, on Saturday? I can't, I, I can't believe, well not necessarily Saturday, just talk about Crawley. I can't believe that their owners are so, so, so stupid. As to go to that bloody like YouTube football match and say that they're going to scout 
the game and then bring in one or two or f- three of the YouTube footballers <laughs> to 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 play to play in their FA Cup match. It's crazy, isn't it? Absolutely awful, awful. awful. It's horrible. It's horrible, isn't it? Absolutely disgusting. Did I tell you the story of the uh, the crypto crew at uh, Milton Keynes? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm so glad. I was saying, I was saying to Alfie on Saturday, we were talking about it, and I was like, I'm so glad they didn't. That they were told to sling their hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, we were upstairs in the director's box having lunch, and there was just like two guys on their own, and I was like, Who are you? And then they start standing, standing up, shouting in their American accent about soccer, and uh, and I was like, No way. Who are these? And then obviously, I found out from us. They then went to Bradford, <laughs> and then Bradford yeah. to the. Uh, to, to where they are now, yeah, that could have been a nightmare, couldn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely dreadful. Just, I just think like, I get that they're just doing it for the publicity, but like, if you want the publicity of having these YouTube superstars, because like, because the the players, the people they're talking about bringing in, are like a PR PR wet dream, right? Like in terms of publicity, I just think like, if you're gonna do that, just get the sidemen in for. A week to train with you before the FA Cup game, like that, like that's that's fine. That's just a publicity stunt. That's just you know you'll benefit from it a bit. I mean, they're not going to benefit from it much if at all. But like, but you know they all love football and haven't been involved at that level in a club, so they'll they'll fucking just love doing it. I just think it's so so short sighted. Like, imagine right, you're. You're a youth player who's absolutely balling at the moment in the in the in your in the second string in the reserves, whatever. And you're on the verge of making the first team, and then your owner's like, Oh yeah, for the FA Cup game, instead of putting this youngster on the bench who is is earning earning his, his chance, particularly with us down near the bottom end of the table, instead of him, he's he's got prospects and could go on and, and do things for us, we're gonna choose some knob off YouTube. Because he might Awful. bring a thousand extra fans Awful. on his YouTube channel to the game. A, fa- a, fa- a thousand extra fans for a week before they're like, this lot of shit. Just awful. Absolutely disgusting. I, I, like, it just makes me so angry. Oh, you're seeing it invade a lot of things. Like It's only the same as cooking shows and dancing shows all being celebrity versions. So it's not like talented amateurs. It's people who are famous or something else and will draw in a crowd to watch them doing something half decent or making an arse of themselves well i mean to be fair to to be fair to some of them some of them are are actually very talented amateurs but they're not pro it, it's just it just it just it's just it's just horrible and it just shows the level like the level of self-awareness is just non-existent and they that they were on a podcast why don't they sponsor Earlier in the week, saying um, saying that you know, oh, they're only gonna play if we're five nil up. Then it's a futile exercise. Yeah. If that's the case, it's a futile exercise, and just get them in. That's it. Every every fan that I was near on uh, Saturday, there's quite a few youngsters around. We were talking about it all game. I saw phones with the game being played at the same time as us in the ground. Every child that I've spoke to over the last day or so has been talking about it. I mean, I'm we're of a different generation, I presume. I'm not a YouTuber. I don't watch YouTube 
in any form of life except for the football club's highlights that they put out. So it's not me. So I guess in some way, there, there's, there is a market out there for it because every child, no, no child I know watches yeah. ITV or BBC anymore. They all watch streamed YouTube, yeah. whatever. So yeah. perhaps perhaps they're not as stupid as we think, if that makes sense. But yeah, it's, uh, it's not for me. And then while we're going on at um, people that weren't footballers playing football, didn't we once have a very uh, uh, retired athlete play for us, Daley Thompson? I don't know, didn't Yeah, he played for my time, but there's an appearance there, yes. <laughs> he did, didn't he? Daley Thompson played for Stevenage. Well, there we are. When was this? Oh, it was a while back, I'm sure. I mean, I mean, I'm old enough to know who Daley Thompson is, so I know it's not. It wasn't like six weeks ago. But, <laughs> yeah. but I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It was a long old time ago. He played up front with Tessa Sanderson. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, they'd out muscle a few as well. <laughs> oh, can you imagine Tessa? Tessa in her prime, she'd dominate her backline, wouldn't she? <laughs> Well, that's that probably signals it's time to go. Um, <laughs> let's just let's let's just do a prediction for uh, Crawley, shall we? Yeah, why not? I'll, 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 I don't usually start this, but I'm going to start it. We're going to win four nil. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll take that. Uh, I think two nil win, and I'm going to go Crawley one, Stevenage two. There we have oh, it. So, so negative, Patrick. <laughs> I know it's not so right normally. <laughs> he was he wasn't right in the Bradford game. He said two. Yes. Nil. I said one nil. Jay said one nil. So we both get a point there, um, and Patrick <laughs> gets zilch. Yeah, but I wasn't the negative one. Okay, but you were the wrong one. So I, I did, did tweet out yeah, about um, that. What did you, what did you say? I was completely wrong about about the game out. <laughs> so uh, we'll take if, if that happens. <laughs> your scorer comes through, then I'll be very happy because it is about time oh, we absolutely yeah. smash the football team off a of football. Oh, but by the way, I I did tell you we were going to get. I kept saying yeah. we're we're due we're due a hiding, and Bradford delivered didn't del- delivered it, didn't they? I can't, I've, I've, said, I've said it for a few games. I could just see one of the better teams in the league just having their way with us. And from what I could work out from that Bradford game, we were absolutely dire. All right, that's silence. So that tells, that, that tells me it's time to hang up. Yeah, agree. Cool. All right, boys. Thank you very much. Up the bar. It's been a pleasure. Ta-da. Put the game to bed. Um, but listen, you know, we've scored. Might not be your day, you know. But listen, you know, as, as I've just mentioned, um, you know, so listen, we just kept knocking on the door, kept going. Um, know what we can do. So yeah, we just listen, we just got to keep moving forward now. Where you think you might be in and around it. But listen, you know, we are in and around at the moment. We had, it's just a, it's just a, um, a fact of staying there. You know, and just listen, taking every game as it comes to so, listen, we'll go to, we'll, we'll have this week to prepare for um, Crawley on Saturday.
What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNugget's share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.